I'm Megan Mitchell. This is my co-host John Morrison, and you, yeah, you <laughs> are listening to the True North Racing Podcast. Ain't no hesitation. Got me going crazy. Keep it moving. I'm tuned in to True North Racing Podcast. That you need if you got the need for speed. John Morrison interviewing guests in the industry. Short track stop car racing. Gotta get it hype. Saturday night under the lights. Hear the engine rooming by. Smell the gas and feel the vibe. Going into overdrive. Drop the flag, then the car zooming by. Hey, True North Racing. Let's go. Welcome back to a new week of the True North Racing Podcast brought to you by Joe Media Promotions. I'm John Morrison. Joining me, welcoming back because she had a week vacation last week. <laughs> uh, Megan Mitchell returns our co host. Megan, how are you? I'm not bad. How are you, John? I'm good. Did uh, what did you think of our super sub last week? Did you get a chance to listen to it? Not all of it, no. <laughs> but he was good. He 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 he's okay to bring in. You know, if, if one of us don't make <laughs> it, kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So I think Brandon Feeney's gonna be our super sub from here on out for the show. <laughs> Megan, what have you been up to for the past couple weeks? Um. Not a whole heck of a lot. What uh? What happened last week? Huh. At your house, not on the Sunday, but what happened oh. on Saturday night? Oh, I thought let's, you meant let's talk about the internet. Oh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about Sunday night too. <laughs> don't don't think we're gonna we're not gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. What what happened on Saturday? Saturday, Chase really went to town on the Sunfire, and he got quite a bit of work done. It's I don't know. It's got a he, cage in it. Oh yeah, he got the roof cut off. Our old Sunfire cage. He put that in there. He got the roof back on and welded. I don't think that night. Cage... Yeah, because we Cause left if... before he welded it. Yeah, if you wait too long, it will kind of start like flexing and it won't be true. Yeah, more so. He did it that night, and it looks all right. So, yeah. I think now we just need to add some more bars, weld the cage in. I think we're just throwing, like, we have everything off of our old Sunfire. I think we're just throwing hood, panels, everything on it, repaint it, and... Time to go racing. She'll be good to go, so... Then I think we're on to the Rachel's car, and then mine's last, so... Why do you get to be last? Because I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a. It, it's so. Uh, you were supposed to be here last Sunday, yeah. but at the eleventh hour, you messaged me and goes, "Hey, I don't think I'm making it tonight." What happens? Our internet's just been really unstable. Like today. Thankfully, it's been okay. But like even yesterday, it just goes out. And it's just totally gone. And then it will reconnect on its own. So I kind of waited all day last Sunday to see if it was going to get any better. And it just wasn't getting any better. And I just felt bad. I didn't want it to like keep disconnecting, kicking me out. And then I'd have to like re-interrupt to get back in and like so over it <laughs> so it was kind of funny how you messaged me and said hey i don't think i'm gonna be able to make it 
I made sure. So for anyone who's listening, don't think I was not an asshole here and like said, okay, Megan, screw you for the night. (laughs) For one, I still made sure she had the link Mm -hmm. for last week's show just in case at the 24th hour. Yeah. The internet started working and you could rejoin us. You had the option. I made sure, you know, mm. you were well aware that, hey, I, if you can make it, please do. Like, yeah. Cause to me, it's no longer the true, like, the True North Raising podcast when I started, it was just me. Yeah. Right. But now, a year later, since you've been on, it's been about a year since you guys have, since you joined. And now it's more of like, I can't just sit here and do something by myself. (laughs) So like, thank you for making me have to talk to someone else now during these opening segments (laughs) and not, and not just talk to myself. Cause you know how awkward that was when I I sit here, I I felt like I, now I understand the, the, how hard it is for radio DJs to sit there and talk about what like you're talking to millions of people, but they are not talking to you. <laughs> so you have to keep like it was. It's so tough, but I think I managed it for the for the first little bit, and then we, you know, we're like, ah, you know what? Let's let's add someone else in. Yeah, and I'm thankful that we've that we've had you on for. I think in total, you may have only missed four episodes. I think so. So I mean, that's that's pretty freaking good stats. <laughs> That's that's a pretty good statue right there. Oh, buddy. Um, but yeah, we said Brandon Feeney join us, and what was funny is because I was it was really I was really hoping that between the three of us we could have played it off a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Because if we were all three of us be able to get on, one mm-hmm. I think it, the conversation would have been freaking hysterical until we got <laughs> the guys from Stickers and Scuffs in, but then. But not only that, but like Feeney wanted to come on later mm-hmm. and essentially prank the guys during our uh uh fan question period segment. Yeah. But when I tell you I wish I was recording it when I when they were how shocked they were that it was Feeney and myself. Yeah. Like Cam K came on a <laughs> he was unsure he was it was awesome <laughs> but thank you again to brandon feeney for substituting for megan but i'm thankful to have megan back <laughs> um what have you been up to this week though anything interesting mm, not really no i honestly i just work <laughs> and that's about it i swear even when we have an interesting story it's like oh what happened on nothing i do downplay a lot of stuff you do like i could win the lottery and i'd be like eh just won a couple bucks this week i'm just (laughs) like (laughs) because even so last weekend i was at their house it was we we met up with you guys Mm -hmm. which okay can I tell you guys that story from what happened at the psychic thing? You think do you think it's appropriate to talk talk about here? Uh, I don't do you, remember. Do you remember which one? <laughs> no. Uh, so 
Jacqueline and I went to a gender reveal last weekend and got to check out, uh, or find it. Sorry, not check out, but find out what my friends are having. And I said last week that they were having a girl. They were having a girl. <laughs> and so we ended up down at the Mitchells, but we were going to go see, or sorry, you guys were heading to the psychic fair mm-hmm. that was happening. And so were we, well, we, we were going to join you guys. We weren't, we weren't going and then just, Oh my God, we met you guys there. No, it was, they were going, we ended up getting like a last minute invite kind of thing. Cause we were seeing what you guys were up to. Mm-hmm. So we met you guys there and one of the tables, they had all these cards out and it was like, close your eyes, pick a card. And that's your message from the other side. Okay. So I'm like, you know, there's times I think my mom's trying to communicate with me. So I was like, I grab a card, close my eyes, grab a card, look at it. And it go literally goes, uh, sometimes to fool to fool you, I play with the lights. I turn around and I go, well, that's not fucking true. <laughs> and I realize everyone else in the house is going to hear me talk there. And I just <laughs> door wasn't fully closed. Uh, <laughs> and then Jacqueline was like, oh, do you say that any louder? I was like, what? It's bullshit. Yeah, I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not going to lie about it. Like, I, if my mom's sitting here flickering lights, like, that's just messed up. My mom was not a playful person to do that kind of stuff to me. Yeah. Now, if I got a foot in my ass for no reason, like, that would that that would probably more. Birthday's coming up. I could, Taylor, I'm sorry. Happy birthday, Taylor Sheen of Taylor to you. Um, We celebrated her birthday last night. So everyone in the comment section on Facebook and, and YouTube, give a big shout out to uh Taylor Sheen. Wish her a happy birthday. Um for uh by the way, so that we hung out with her and we played some cards. I end up shoot so one of our one of my old kids I used to babysit was there. Hmm. I ended up getting given a nerf gun. Oh god. The room size wasn't very big. <laughs> I t- I gave this kid about ten headshots <laughs> before his before his dad was like, oh maybe this many. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I've hit him about like ten times in the face. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even aiming for his face. That's just where it goes. <laughs> Whoops. And I kept reloading. He like he missed me a lot of times. Or if he hit, it was like a skim off my shoulder. Mm-hmm. But we were no more than like me to the other end of this room. We were not far at all. Oh, yeah. And we were, and these things had a kick. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. You know what? I think that would be fun. I think. We just I feel like we need like we just need to do like a venture day. Like. Go like go to uh laser tag. Or a Nerf gun place where you can like, like Nerf gun mixed with like uh paintball kind of deal, and just go ham. I think that would just be. Okay. I think that would just be a lot of shits and giggles. 
I'll slap a GoPro on me just so everyone hears my heavy mm-hmm. ass breathing when I'm running. I say, I'm so out of shape. Oh, God. Last <laughs> time I did laser tag. <laughs> I see the problem with me is, is I'm a, uh, um, I, I'm, a, I'm gonna be honest, I'm a camper. Mm-hmm. So, like, I will find a spot where like no one can see me and I'm just pinning people off. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be. I don't give a damn who you are. Like if it's a video Ooh. game, I'll in caught. I'm a camper. In laser tag. I'm a camper. This body doesn't run <laughs> like it used to. So if I'm gonna find a nice spot where I can hit everyone, I'm gonna find it, and I'm gonna be comfy doing it. Exactly. Um. But last night, I think it was cool. We got given some goodies. Mm-hmm. I I'm gonna show mine because. This I we need to get a a product placement sponsor, and I feel like we need to get this sponsor because between you myself, and like I feel like quite a few guests on this show and quite a few people on the Jomo Media Drivers list this year, we're all fans of this drink. (laughs) Yeah, you know exactly where I'm going with this. So I had my friend Taylor make up some of these bad boys. Dr. Pepper Tumblers with the Joe Media and True North Racing Podcast logo on it. I feel like these need to be debuted when we need, like, I need to get a hold of them and get us a product sponsorship. That'd be so cool. Can you imagine just having Dr. Pepper in the background? Like, it's like, listen here. Between myself, my friend, our co host, <laughs> and our other buddy. We consume probably a third of your Dr. Pepper intake in Canada. Probably. <laughs> like, we're terrible. Like, I let's be real. Like, Funny, sure as shit, Brandon messages me. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, as you were saying? I was going to say, like, at least send us, like, a, I don't know, a case of Dr. Pepper on race days or something. Yeah. Like, I'll take it. I'll take two six packs on the day of race day, <laughs> and I'll have a six pack hanging behind us here. Exactly. Put I'll put a big Dr Pepper thing right like right up against this wall here. <laughs> That'd be cool. Oh yeah. Um. So, I messed up today when we're recording this because I was supposed to put out that you and I were just gonna have an intro and outro night, but the other day I had people. I put out there that it was just, hey, we're not doing a fan question period for our guests because we already did it. We're going to do one for ourselves. For some reason, we got questions. I don't know who would want to know anything about it. Well, someone very close to you would like to know something. Oh, I. So. I <laughs> huh? I probably know. I mean, I, I've heard of like one question that. <laughs> So for you, for Megan, this one's from Weekend Warrior underscore seventy three on Instagram. <laughs> for Megan, what color scheme are you going with this year? Well, we gave you a really good idea, in my opinion. Is it that one that we talked about? You sh- you showed me the two cars that you got. Yeah, the Davy Allison one. Yeah, I hate because- that. They're there. 
I saw somebody else. I'm not going to say who. I saw somebody else. Actually, there's a couple, I think, that are doing a Davy Allison throwback. And I'm yeah. like, we almost need like a Facebook page like for prom where you're like, post your prom dress so that we don't. <laughs> so like, I don't want to end up like I might just do something original. But now I'm stuck because I was doing red, black and white because that's what I had in 2020. Yep. But I wanted mostly white because everyone does dark colors and it doesn't stand out. I like the white. Yeah. But I thought I heard Chase say he wants mostly white. And we're all 73. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, what about, what about the other one? Maybe do a Jeff Gordon throwback. Ew. <laughs> or uh let's see. My mom's not gonna like that answer. <laughs> we got we got do a Tony Stewart one. I got a Tony Stewart one of, over there from his rookie year. It's orange and white with some black. I could do that. Uh I might do I might do like a mostly white with some black and orange. You could always do the Jimmy Johnson one that's up in the corner right there. It's got the American flag, but you can change it up. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I mean, you got the simple twenty three eleven one. That's up over the right at the edge of the screen there. Mm-hmm. Um, you could do it like a Jason Leffler throwback. Yeah, there's options. There's options out there. Yeah. I'm gonna have to look into it more. Cause Tim I'm- Richmond, there's one there. I'm just drawing out. I'm just throwing out options. Drawing out options. I'm kind of just like waiting. Like I'm hoping people reveal their cars more sooner than later that way i can be like okay perfect you didn't do the one that i wanted yeah there wasn't there was another one that i i thought about like two years ago which one so um you gonna tell me or no or is that an off uh off-screen conversation i don't know because i'm pretty sure i've said something before now I can't even remember whose it was. It's an old NASCAR driver. I think it was Alan Colwicky. I don't really. Oh, the Hooters car. The Hooters car. Yeah, That's we talked the... about that. Yeah. I was thinking about doing that one. I wanted to do that a couple of years ago. So that would be cool. We'll see. We'll see. Um, William underscore Trillium. What driver would you like to have on the show? Any driver, any series. Hmm. I don't know. You don't know. I like, I don't know. I don't really care to talk to like the top guys, to be honest. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel Bazinga. like publicity, like no offense to them. <laughs> But like, at the same time, like it'd be cool to have like a like a Corey LaJoy or a Ryan Blaney. Yeah. Right? Like it would be if cool. I had the opportunity to talk to Dale Jr. I'd yes. do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> oh yeah. No questions asked. Like <laughs> I feel like we gotta do a lot more with this kind of space before <laughs> before we invite Junior on. Um I admit, I think Dale Jr. would be a hoot. Like that'd be so cool. Um, someone I would love to have on would be—he's retired now. 
would be David Elliott. Oh, I know who I want to I would love to have Kenny Wallace on. Yes, that would be a good interview. Like, it would be so cool to talk to him about oh, yeah. him coming to Flambro and stuff. See if he would ever consider doing it again. Huh, funny enough, talk I got a message about that too, that Kenny should come should come on the show oh, yeah. <laughs> i love you i love your family just all of a sudden i get a message like you know who you should bring on kenny wallace i don't think i have the 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 dynamic here to bring on kenny wallace like i need almost a full studio to bring on a guy like that yeah that'd be so cool though like he's oh, 100%. such percent down to earth cool guy so oh yeah it'd be so cool to talk to him uh our next one Next question. Next two questions are for me. I'm saving the worst one for last because <laughs> Weekend Warrior underscore 73 on Instagram. I'm not happy with that one because you guys know the answer. So we're going to go with Cameron Thompson. He goes, are you going to put a GoPro on my sprint car this year? That is the plan. <laughs> The plan will be we are going to put a GoPro on his sprint car for probably a night or a feature. Um, don't know where we're going to mount it. Don't know what how we're going to do it. So, Cameron, I think I need to come back to the race shop to uh, do some. Uh, when you got the car almost ready so I can do some planning on where the GoPro should go. And I can watch video footage of where it could go to get a good angle. Um, just for research purposes. But you know what would be really mm-hmm. fun? You know what I really want to mm-hmm. do? Get in the Oshwegan Speedway two-seater. Oh. And go for a ride around that track. I've always wanted to, but like it kind of scares me. Because you're not like, in control? Yeah. 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 Like, I, if I don't have control, oh, God. Like, that might be toxic of me, but <laughs> my anxiety can't do it. Uh, our last question... It goes for John. What song is on the no playlist for the wedding? Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't know, <laughs> in high school, especially when that song came out when I was in grade 10, I learned very quick how to crank that soldier boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 16 years later. Been through a couple weddings that have played it. (laughs) For my wedding, it is a no play song. (laughs) It is on the no playlist. (laughs) Because I will not be cranking that soldier boy at 31 (laughs) years old. Why not? Because I'm probably going to pull a damn muscle and I'm out for the rest (laughs) of the night. Because no one wants to see all of this. <laughs> Superman across the floor. Oh I can God. tell you that much. So those, those are our questions for the week. Nice. Yeah. I kind of feel like we're going to have to do that. We should do that segment every couple, like at once a month or so. Yeah, like, do it for the guests, but do it for us. Because sometimes there's stuff people want to know, and I know... Your parents, they like messing with us. <laughs> yeah. They love messing with us. And so so does Cam Thompson. And uh, 
William underscore Trillium there. He he he's always got some good questions mm-hmm. coming down the canon for it. But uh, I meant to ha- I meant to put it out there today, but with everything that went on today, it was a little uh, made it a little more difficult for us to accomplish that, unfortunately. So, um, I say we bring in this week's guest. What do you think? Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to be, let's bring in the driver of the number 48, 448, yeah, 48, Oscar Harrod, <laughs> Connor Ellis. This meeting is being recorded. That's the first time we ever heard Sandra go off on someone else's there. Was that on your end there, Connor? I think I put it in mine because yeah, she I, sounded I different. Uh, I forgot that a bit. Damn. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in there. <laughs> This week on the True North Racing Podcast, we have the driver, the number 48 from the Oscar Hot Rods. It's Connor Ellis. Connor, welcome to the show, man. Hi, thank you. It's great to be on here. First of all, how's your how's your offseason going? Uh, well, it's actually going pretty good. Just started a new job about a month ago, so it's definitely helping pay for the race car. Usually a good job helps with that. Yep. Uh, thank you. First of all, for anyone who's listening, uh, this was a big error on my end having Connor on this uh, when we did. Um, I thought I had booked you guys for March, not February. So I'm sorry to everyone when you guys hear this and when you guys like, Hey, wait a minute. He was like two weeks ago. Kind of thing. No, no, no. This is my fault. Sorry, everyone. Um, well, that's good though. Like you know, you were telling, uh, you were saying earlier that you guys were down in the race shop. What kind of progress were you guys making on the car today? Uh, so here we finally got rid of my old gauges where the backs of them were just falling out of it. Like I could barely read my gauges by the end of the season, so they definitely needed to be replaced. We also got the oil pan back on the motor, so it's now hopefully done leaking on me. I mean, that's always a good thing. You never want oil leaking on a ra- on a racetrack. Yeah, no kidding. I already had a couple scares this season. Yeah, those, yeah. So uh, let's let's get started here. You were okay. So please correct me if I'm wrong here. You right. were the co 2022 rookie of the year for the Oscar Hot Rods. Yes, that is 100 percent correct. And you share that honor, which is kind of this is this is where I'm I'm really happy because this is really cool. You got to share it with the late great Bill Zardo, correct? Yes, it it's honestly an astonishing fact just to be able to be on the same page as him, let alone get the same trophy. That's I remember seeing it, but I forget what it is. What is the age gap between y'all? Um, see, so I was eighteen years old this season, and he was eighty years old. Wow! Yeah. Like let's let's look at that math for a second there. Which you know, I obviously rest in peace to Bill Zardo. Um yes. to share that honor with him for for the season. Like I remember I think you guys were like a point or something behind, but after a couple things you guys tied it. How did that feel finding out that you guys were both gonna be the rookie of the year? Um honestly. I was acting like a little little kid in my pits. I was jumping up and down, <laughs> celebrating. Uh, I probably looked like a 
goofball to the rest of the pits, but I couldn't explain how happy I was to hear it because I I looked up to him all season long just because, well, I'm looking at what he's doing. He's 80 years old. He's just got back into a race car, and he's doing incredible. I would, I was looking at him going, I want to be just like him when I grow up. So it, it was honestly just, it was incredible. Honestly, that's, that's just, you know, I don't even know where to go with that because like, that would just be an amazing feeling just to be and spoken about in the same sentence. Um, yeah. So first of all, congratulations on the rookie of the year title. Um, for Thank anyone you. who's not listening, why don't you dive into a little bit about what car you drive and what series you drive you drive in? All right. Well, I drive a 1968 Chevy Chevelle in the Oscar Hot Rod series. It is a traveling series. We uh, traveled all over Ontario this year. We went from Sauble, Sunset, Flamborough, uh, Delaware, Brain Speedway for a race, which was on dirt. Uh, I think there's probably, oh, I might have mentioned Peterborough already, but we basically got to see a whole bunch of the main tracks in Ontario. And how many races do you run normally throughout the season? Uh, let's see here. I believe we had 14 or more last year. I'm not 100% sure, to be completely honest. I know okay. we don't have as many this season, but it, uh, I'm not complaining that much. It makes it a little easier to get through the season. How many races are you guys running this year? I don't think I've seen a schedule yet. Uh, let's see. If I'm not mistaken, it's 11 races. Okay. Um, 10 race nights or weekends, I should say. That's not bad. Are you guys still going out to Brighton? Oh, yeah. Big time. I wouldn't miss that. I, I Once I got on the dirt, I think it was after the heat races, I was just coming alive. And I think it was in the last five laps of the race, I – was really starting to get a grasp of it so i wouldn't miss it for the world this year that's awesome yeah no what was that like driving those cars on the dirt because i thought that was so cool well going from for example i was racing you the year before in the bone stocks for a mm-hmm. bit so going from those which i i've actually never raced dirt before that really besides i took a couple laps that i'll shriek on their little mini track out back in the junior lates but that wasn't driving on the dirt, really. It was just kind of playing around with the go-kart at that point. But uh, that was – it was definitely a learning curve. It, it definitely was like trying to t- take on a freight train. But uh, it was it was fun, to say the least. That's cool. Now, first of all, Megan, have you seen pictures of those cars on the dirt at Brighton? Yes. Oh, my God. Like – It looks so cool. Like, I love the dirt, and I love the old-school cars, to, so to put them together, I'm just like, wow, like, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yep. when, when's, when's, when's the Brighton race this year? Because I, I think I may have to do a road trip. Uh, um, I don't know the exact date, but uh, the weekend of the Boots and Hearts concert series thing okay. going on, it is the Saturday of that. So I like how he references to win boots and hearts is. You know what the funny thing is? I've <laughs> never been, never gone. I actually kind of got like in, somewhat invited and tricked into going at the banquet this year. 
<laughs> by a couple, couple of guys. So uh, I was like, well, I'll uh, guess I won't be partying that much on the Friday, but I'll definitely get back after the races on Saturday. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, yeah. now let's take it all the way back to the beginning here. Uh, again, we've we've had younger people on here, but like I always feel like hearing like eighteen, and you're not going too far back because like I'm thirty now, so like it's not too far. Like so that's twelve years ago, and for me, that's I graduated high school. Yeah, I walked out of high school twelve years ago. Like, anyways, yep. <clears throat> when you were little, where when did you first get your start in racing? How did you get started? Well, see here, my dad, and my stepmom just came back from their honeymoon. So I believe they went, I don't remember where they went, but they went to like, they went and seen a NASCAR race. So when they came back, they were in the racing frame. They wanted to go see racing. Well, Friday night, Delaware was open racing. So me, my dad, my stepmom, my sister, we all go down to Delaware. And when we get there, there was these little junior late models sitting up top. And my sister goes, dad, dad, I want to race. I was looking at them thinking that, you know, those are pretty cool. It's like I would watch NASCAR with my dad. Not, none of us have ever, ever raced before. And while my sister was actually too young to race them at the point in time, but I was actually just coming of age to uh, race them. Uh, so I believe I was eight years old at that time. And well, I guess my uh, parents decided I needed an extra big Christmas present because sure enough, I uh, walk outside on Christmas morning. My dad throws the garage door open and my eyes must have been just about as big as my head at the time. Oh my. Let's see here. That was uh, it's definitely a good Christmas. I would say so. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, walk outside, you get a freaking race car. Hell yeah. Where? I need that Santa. Like, like... <laughs> uh. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man! So you used to run the the Wednesday night racing down at uh, down at Delaware for the Junior Lay program, or? Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly where I started. So when so, that's what ten ten years ago you started then. Uh, eleven years ago. Eleven, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, tell, telling people that it's been over ten years since I started racing is it's making me kind of feel old at the same time. How <laughs> <laughs> do you think it makes me feel frick like? so your first race was at delaware on on a wednesday night correct yes it all was, right so uh, how did that I race go for you uh you might as well have just been watching paint dry i was i was slow <laughs> I, I started out slow and i stayed slow for at least two years oh I got wow a couple of wins here and there but i was Never even close to top 10 in the features there. But that was back when we had like 30 junior late models on the track. Yeah. So now, does Delaware still have that program? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they still do. Yes. Cause I never hear sure about it. Yeah. I know. I haven't heard about it in a while. So I'm not sure if it's still going, but anyone listening I... that knows what's going on with the Delaware junior late pro- junior late model <laughs> program, can you let us know, please? Cause I used to, I, so if 14, 15 years ago, I was going down to Delaware on a regular basis to crew for uh, David Elliott and the late models. And same idea. We went up to, 
the grandstand side the one day um, for the 2008 Great Canadian 300 on Labor Day Sunday. And there was a few junior late models up there. And I'm like, huh, those would look like they'd be fun to race. And yeah, it's so like, you know, it's weird how I remember hearing all about it for like five, six, seven years. And I'm just realizing over the last few years, I'm only hearing Sobble, Sunset, um, Peterborough just got him this year. Flambro only has him for Frosttoberfest. So it's it's kind of nice that they're able to travel now, but it, it was kind of weird how it was, it was isolated, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And now it's kind of province wide. Um, so yeah, like I said, anyone who's listening, want to help us fill us in here, please do. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. Getting over a nasty cold. Um, so you got started in junior late models and like you said, you were slow for the first two years, which is very unfortunate. Um, how long were you in the junior leagues before you moved up? Um, I think it was seven years. I went from beginning of the age gap right to the end. So I went through every single year and I only walked away with one championship and it was right at the end, but I definitely took my time to get it. And then hey, I, had, that. Yeah, I had one year overlapping with mini trucks as well. So it was double duty for that one. Actually, that's pretty good. So, like you say, you just moved up. You moved yourself up to uh, to mini truck. You overlapped with mini trucks. So, how old were you when you got into the trucks? And where were you racing in those trucks? I think I was either fourteen or fifteen at that time. And uh, see, we were racing mostly Grand Bend. And then when we went full time in the trucks with no junior late models, we uh, went straight strictly uh, Varney and Grand Bend. I didn't go to any of the traveling series or anything really, but, uh, that was in the first years of COVID. So, okay. We weren't really able to go much, much of anywhere else. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what was the biggest difference when you started going from the junior lates to the mini trucks? What was the biggest difference factor for you to, uh, the, the driving difference? Um, well, the junior late models, don't have suspension and the mini trucks too. So the transition of learning how to set up the vehicle, so that way it would just slide a little bit in the corner, but it was a four wheel slide and just so it would come right back to you just when you're coming up to the wall. That was definitely the biggest learning curve for me was trying to figure out how to set up the truck and all that. And I actually ended up getting a second truck myself and getting rid of my original one just because it was a bit better nice yeah so is it did you go from the trucks to the pier stocks or was there something in between uh no i decided well we might as well just throw it at the wall and go so uh went straight from the mini trucks into the pier stocks and then uh, let's see here. I believe that was last last year. Uh, hopped in the mini, or the bone stocks, and uh, I believe it was at Varney. 
where I uh, started out at. Nice. Yeah. Varney's such a cool track. Oh yeah, yeah. I, it's definitely my favorite by far. It, Although Brian, Brian kind of knocked it down on the post one. <laughs> <I, clears throat> honestly, Megan, have you been able to get a chance to go to Varney yet or no? I haven't. We've talked about it a lot, but we just never had the chance not even to watch. But I'd like to even go so much just to watch. It, in my could. opinion... That turn four wall comes up at up at you. Oh yes, yes it does. <laughs> See, I have been lucky enough to where that is the pretty sure it's probably the only track where I have not hit the wall so far. You know what? The fact that you haven't hit the wall at Varney, I got to give you some good props. <laughs> well, I, I've. Ran across the rumble strips down in turn one and two in the mini trucks. I've looped it going through three and four in the junior, junior lates. Uh, See, so here I looped it a couple times in my bone stock because I blew up the transmission. Oh, yeah, that, that wasn't fun. But uh, no, that's the only track where I haven't hit anything yet. My sister, on the other hand, did remove one pole. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was not fun. I was sitting first in line for the next race, and all of a sudden, the Sunfire that I just spent a week building with my dad for her because her other cobalt was broken, all of a sudden, it comes up out clear in the air, and actually, on the other side of the like fence posts was a tow truck. And sure mm -hmm. enough, her car goes right into the fence post. I was like, I just spent a week building that. Come on. <laughs> That's usually what happens, though, I hear. Yeah, it's like, always that one where, like, you just work, work, work for it, and next thing you know, you got no luck going with you. Yeah. But uh, that definitely made me a little bit worried for her, to say the least. That, see, that's my biggest fear with racing with my siblings. Like, what am I supposed to do if something happens and I'm in the car? Like, Well, I mean, it's probably going to sound horrible, but I go into a certain like mindset where I was more or less just right after I seen it and I seen she was walking and okay, I went straight into my mindset of, all right, that is not my problem anymore. I need to focus mm. on what I'm doing. You pretty much have to. Yeah. Definitely a little nerve wracking at first, but you have to kind of push through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what? At least you you're you're able to change that mindset essentially, right? And it's tough to do. Um, yeah. Me Megan may hate me for this, and I'm sorry, Megan. She knows exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> Yeah, I do. <laughs> so, <laughs> Connor, Megan, and I have been probably messaging each other back and forth here. Uh, <laughs> so, Megan, was it your second time? Second time in? It was, oh, yes. I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's I set it up so and let's talk bad. about it. 
Let's talk about it. Let's no. Let's not hide yeah. from this. Okay, so I I accidentally put Connor in the wall, and I felt fucking awful about it. You, you and this and is the tr- this is the point where you want to start swearing over this. Because <laughs> now my oh. heart's pounding. <laughs> you know what? At first, I will admit, I was quite upset. Oh, for sure. But after like learning that it was only your second race in the car and all that, I kind of understood that. Like it wasn't your fault exactly. Like, mm-hmm. but I mean, some people say it was, some people say it wasn't. To me, it was just a racing instant. Yeah. Like you, you were racing hard. You wanted to get past that car. I could visibly see that you wanted to get past <laughs> that car. But um, yeah, it was just the way that you kind of like bumped him going into the corner. It completely mm-hmm. unsettled your car. And yeah. It was just okay. you were along for the ride, more or less, and I was just helpful bounce. Let let let's let's line this up for everyone. Let's what what exactly happened to cause to cause you guys to get into each other? Well, I think it was the fact that we were both kind of rookies to the division. For example, it was my fourth ever day in the bone stocks. Mm-hmm. So I mean uh it kind of starts with the first race then. I got the luck of the draw started on pole, led every single lap and won it somehow. So there was that. And then went into the second race and I started pretty far towards the back, if I'm not mistaken. And so actually, I think me and Megan were just about paced the whole way through up the pack, passing cars. And then there was this one car. This is just from my perspective. I don't know like what yours is, Megan. But yeah. there was one car that it seemed like you were just having one hell of a time trying to pass. It, it was looking like a struggle. So we I figured had a bit of a rivalry. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at it going, well, maybe if I just try and go for the, uh, going around the outside, going in three and four, I might be able to like bring, I didn't know like who you were at the time. So I was like, maybe mm-hmm. I can bring them with me, like to go around on the outside. And uh, sadly, I didn't make it turn three or four because uh, you kind of bumped him going into one and it kind of sent you straight headfirst into my left front. Mm-hmm. Now, you can correct me if, I'm, if, I was, if I was wrong, you can go ahead and correct me. You let me, I don't care. Oh, no. It was like literally exactly that. It was, I'm not even going to say the name because I'm scared. Because, like, we're not on bad terms. I, I don't know if we were ever on bad terms, but, like... Um, I know there was hit, one like, point where, like, my parents were a bit, quite a bit sour about it. But, I mean, it, it was in the past. It happened. Stuff happens. Mm-hmm. You gotta go through it. Yeah. And, I mean, like, I... Uh, all Honestly, that night, all I remember is coming into the corner. And I thought he was brake-checking me. And I was... I think it was just... He was cornering slower than I was like I charged hard into those corners being like I really didn't know what I was doing I'll be honest so I charged hard and it caused it exactly that it caused me to get into him and I it jolted me up into Connor and it just yeah like it went from there I didn't even know that I made contact with you until after when my dad said something to me and I'm like no fucking way did I like what I'm like I didn't see any of that happen like I was just so Oh my god, it was such a blur. Yeah. It was scary though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I'm sorry. I had. To, I wanted to talk about that for a second. Oh, yeah. And well, actually, I have a bit more to add to that story. But go ahead. Oh, if you got more um, to add. All right. Well, see, that was the Saturday, and we just put the transmission in the car, uh, like that week. So we took it to Delaware on the Friday, and well, I spent the whole race trading positions with Joe Lawrence. Um, uh, who was the other ones? Chris. Uh, I think it was Joe Lawrence, uh, Chris Lawrence, and Jordan Morris. And I spent the entire race battling them for 10. So then we load up the car and like we're getting ready to leave. And I look at my dad because he told me this is a one-off. It's our weekend off. We're going to go home and relax for the weekend. So I look at him and I go, you know, there's no scratches on the car. It's running good. Flambro is racing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And well, he goes, if you can convince your stepmom, we can go. So sure enough, I got the great big smile on my face. And I don't think it was five minutes later, I was off the phone saying, hey, dad, uh, we're going to go to Flambro tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you kidding me? Uh, oh, God. Yeah. It was Connor actually on the charm. Weekend <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so, awesome. I mean, it, was, it was a great idea at the beginning, and then it quickly turned into not a great idea. <laughs> uh, you know what? We could all, that was what, two years ago? That'd be two years ago this year? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. See, look at this. We could all laugh about it. All right. right. It's, you know, it's great to get perspectives like this. And Megan, I'm not harping on you because I like it when we get other people's yeah. perspectives as well. Like you kind of set me up with this when you messaged me that. I'm sorry, I had to bring it up. I but at the same time, this is perfect. It gives people an opportunity to even talk about different sight lines. Yeah. Right? Megan, you just mm-hmm. said you had no clue that you got into Connor until after the race. Which I'll be honest. I was way too short for that car. There was a lot of things that happened in that car that I had no idea about. I didn't know that one race I was right under Wade Thorne's back bumper until I saw pictures. And I'm like, what the hell was I doing there? I had well, no reason to be there. <laughs> there was a couple of years and like a couple of my last years in the junior late models. My seat was laid down so far. My pedals were so far forward because the engines are in the back that I was like, glancing off the top of the wind like off the top of the dashboard and i'm like i don't think i see anything there like yeah. the point where i was like i was looking through like the fender wells and i'm like oh there's there's the curb I, I need to stay right there in the corner <laughs> so i got pretty good at like learning my track so i knew varney like the back of my hand grand bend pretty well mm-hmm. but uh, yeah all right, so now we move into 2022 where you move up from the pure stocks, from the what, – what's the max horsepower, like 155 or something like that? Yeah, and I didn't even have that much. <laughs> it's all I think the way... I had like 130. And then you go to a 350 cubic inch V8 rear-wheel drive and go run and with was... one of the coolest divisions in, in all of Ontario racing, in my opinion. Oh yeah. I, first time I ever seen the series, I fell in love. It was actually uh, at sunset, I believe for fall velocity a couple years ago. Yep. 
and I seen it. And this is actually where I kind of got to enjoy one of my favorite idols, uh, Tyler Hahn. I watched the guy like maneuver his way through the entire field twice in one race. I, and personally, I just, I was watching it and I loved his, uh, like, I don't know what's called, uh, his like ability to like sort through traffic. And so I was watching it and I, I was just in awe. So I, uh, I was definitely looking up to him for quite a while. Mm-hmm. You know what, Ty, if you, when you watch Tyler, it's almost like, uh, it's, it's like art. Oh yeah. Watching him race. Like he has one of the nicest looking rides. And first of all, the photos he did, I think it was in 2020 before the world shut down or 2019, whenever he did that NRS deal yeah. with them. And yeah. they took it throughout the streets of Toronto and got it in certain skylines. Yep. Oh, oh, beautiful. Like yeah, I, I actually didn't even see those pictures until this year. Really? Yeah. Man, I was so hyped. I could like I kept seeing like little hints. I'm like, oh, oh, this is gonna look good. Oh yeah. I was looking at them going, Oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> What's stopping you? Think uh, about that for I mean, a second. That's a, that's a good point, actually. Um <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, <laughs> I was just yeah. being an asshole for a minute. <laughs> uh, oh my god, uh, that's funny. To be fair, there's probably a lot stopping. You mean cops, roadblocks? I don't know. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> we just put the Delaware gear, and I won't have to worry about it. <laughs> I would love to uh, see more photo shoots like that of just race cars. Oh yeah, like. Here. Such a beautiful sideline, like oh, we, we need more of that. Um, anyway, so you like I said, you go from pure socks, front wheel drive, 130 horsepower to a 350 cubic inch motor, running V8s, beautiful body line. First of all, where did you get the car from? Uh, well, it was here, we got the body from Kenny McNichol. We got the chassis. It's an actually, it's an old Barry Speedway chassis. I don't exactly remember who had it, but um, so we bought it off of him. It's an old late model chassis or like a limited late chassis, I should yeah. say. So it's got the whole three link rear suspension and just coil springs in the front. So we got it all. And uh, let's see here. We basically, we parts picked all over the place and, Meanwhile, we were building the bone stock and racing the bone stock. We were grabbing parts from here and there. So we had, it had a quick, no, we didn't have a quick change. And then we got looking at it and our friend, uh, Jaden Chapman was actually selling his uh, quick change rear end at the exact time that we were wondering if we were going to stick with the Ford nine inch or go to a quick change. Huh. So we looked at the price of the gears and well, it's like 1500 bucks for one gear in the Ford nine inch. And realistically, they're super difficult to change compared to a quick change. Yeah. And then they're like 40 bucks for the quick change. 
So we have like 16 gears sitting in my trailer, all in just little boxes. Yep. So much easier than carrying around a singular four nine inch gear. Absolutely. So we got out of or from him. Uh, let's see here. We kind of actually the guy that we bought the chassis from gave me lower front control arms that actually somehow fit our rule book perfectly. Like they were already set up and measured to length perfectly. Whoever that whoever whoever you got the car from knew what they were doing. So he actually he had a hot rod, although I'm pretty sure it was a Dodge Dart. Not Tom McDonald, don't worry, not him. <laughs> but uh, I, I can't exactly think of who it was. And well, I, I know who he is. I just I can't think of the name. But he gave me a bunch of parts, and there's actually this 300 pound block of lead for the car because it's a very light chassis. It turns out. And well, his plan was to just keep it and like melt it down for his cars. But I, uh, so I ended up buying a rad for the car. Me while I was there and a bunch of other things for it. And all of a sudden he's like, here, there's this out back. It's for the car. It sits right down in the nice plate in the back left corner. And well, sure enough, we get the block of light up in there. My dad nearly takes out his eye with a ratchet doing it though. It wasn't the funnest part. And well, uh, it definitely took a lot of working. We had to move this, like the whole driver's area. We had to move it six inches back so I could fit. So we had to change our left rear, uh, our our left side rear trailing arm. We had to move it back so we could actually fit me in the car. Jeez. Uh, here we had to build a whole new interior. Um, we had to do quite a bit of work to it but after all the work it somehow came together into one piece hey that's yeah. all right yeah <laughs> so then uh when was you, what, okay so i first of all that it's awesome that you're able to get the car and build it up to how it how it looks now um so your first race out, how did you feel? Even your first practice in the car, how did that um, feel? Well, you see, the first time out, we went to Delaware, and originally we were planning to go to Flamborough to practice. So we put the Flamborough gear in originally. And oh well, no! Yeah, we completely forgot to change it, and mm. for some reason, nobody decides to believe me when I go, "Hey, why am I chipping out before I even get halfway down the straightaway?" Oh, there's no way. There's no way. And then I'm like, where are we going to go to Flamborough? And he's like, there's a way. (laughs) Sitting in the trailer. So we got that changed. And it's like, well, good thing we went went with a quick change that day. You guys (laughs) had the quick change? Yeah, we had a quick, we still have the quick change in the car. And so we uh, were lucky enough to where we jacked it up. Changed the gear and I went back out. And well, apparently I impressed quite a few people because they were expecting me to be slow and just not really slow, but like not as quick as I got it. Yeah. Although I wasn't all that quick at the same time because we didn't exactly have a that much of a setup in the car. We didn't have an understanding of it yet. But over throughout mm-hmm. the course of the summer, you guys were able to get a good understanding of the of how to set it up. Well. 
I mean, we can say that, but we also had quite a bit of help throughout the yeah. season of like people going, Hey, you can try this, you can try that. And like all the help, like it wasn't even like all of it wasn't even coming just from the Oscar hot rods. We had a couple people from like the modifieds or like street stock drivers going, Hey, have you tried this yet? Have you tried that yet? So like we, we had help from like all sides of the field and it was incredible. So I like it when people like mm-hmm. that can just all come together and, you know, cause Connor, like even I, I haven't personally met you, but like talking, talking through here, you seem like a good kid with good intentions. So like, it's good to see that you're having the help to essentially uh, help you get faster in the series that, honestly that that is doing really well yeah. i would uh i'm definitely very grateful for all the help that i got this year like if it wasn't for a good chunk of it i'm pretty sure i wouldn't have finished this season because there was a couple points where we were contemplating if we were just going to pack the car up and keep it in the garage and then we got told to like hey try this and we're like well can't can't wait for next season that would take too long so we would get the car back out get it all fixed and give it a shot and sure mm-hmm. enough we started finding stuff here and there and then i ended up blowing the motor up in the car mm-hmm. uh, here it was at one of the sunset races actually uh we noticed a bit of smoke coming out of the exhaust whenever i'd get on it in the corner sure enough we uh bring it home and there's no water in it. Oof. And uh, yeah, hooked the pressure tester up and I had a nice whistle through s- cylinder number eight, blew the head gasket mm-hmm. right out of the motor. I took the fill plug out and probably got about five liters out of there. God damn. Yeah. And people say that water and oil don't mix. I tell you what, I had almond milk for days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. So then our buddy Dave Rockwood actually gave us his spare crate motor. And this thing is a spare crate motor. It was a sealed by Barry Speedway crate. So this thing has been sealed for, I don't know, at least 10 years. I don't know when the track closed down. But it it was (laughs) was a while ago. And Uh, this thing... 2014 is when the last race year was. Yeah, and I think it was like two years before that. I think it was a 2012 Barry Speedway sealed crate. And so, like, this thing, I don't even know how it was running. Someone forgot to take the water out one season. So, there's JB Weld on the side of the block holding it together. So, we were hoping to, like, just finish one race. And it actually, we changed it after Brighton. So. Yeah. It it closed at the end of the 2014 season and was sold in January 2015. All right. I knew I'd sorry. I'm I'm a person who has to make sure I know when stuff closes or like, because I don't want to come. Yeah. like, oh yeah, be so confident, be like, oh yeah, it closed uh, 2014, <laughs> and then like, no, 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 it didn't. It closed in 2017. Okay, oops. See, I I had like, I had no clue. I I my I knew my parents <laughs> talked about it. He's like, at one point we're sitting there going, well, let's hear the motor came from there and the chassis came from there. Wonder if it's just an old reunion. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hey, you never know. Yeah, who knows? And uh, yeah, the motor actually it ran strong. 
equal to my uh, crate motor. So I knew it wasn't cheated up at all. Although it probably looked like it to everyone else at Peterborough because that was the first race we had it in. And all of a sudden I was a top five car. <laughs> and I, I did not know why. <laughs> <laughs> the handling was, it was there, but not really. I was super tight coming out of the corners to the point of where there is a three to four inch white area on my right rear fender from the front wall. So it was, I was able to get on the gas early, but it was taking everything out of me to make sure I kept it off the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jesus. And then apparently I didn't keep that same rule the second time I went to Peterborough. Oh no. No. Uh, they just painted the walls and there's nice big black tire marks through their Peterborough speedway.com in the back stretch. <laughs> yep. Hey, it happens too. It was a heat race. Oh yeah. It came out of turn two and all of a sudden the car just like shifted two feet to the right. And I'm like, I don't got that much room left. (laughs) And all of a sudden it goes up and it, it's the same uh, wall as Sobble Speedway. So I was looking at that going, Oh, I'm, I'm doing the Sobble wobble real quick. Yeah. I go up, I'm like, Oh, this isn't good. I'm about to go over. So I, I steer it back down the wall and, uh, I think the funnest part was was talking to my competitor that was beside going into the back stretch. His spotter was like, "All right, forty eights beside you, beside you, quarter pant." He like just said quarter mile clear. He's like, "How did I clear him?" He's like, uh, "Connor ramped the wall." <laughs> oh yeah, I had a that was a fun time. And you know what the weirdest part was? There was nothing bent, broken. The worst part was it was just a little bit of paint on the sidewall. So, even the toe was perfect. So I don't know how. <laughs> that's oh, yeah. that's the one you got to count your blessings on. Yeah, no kidding. Because that was like the point in time where I was like, "Well, I guess it's a good thing we still have the rest of the weekend." Yeah. Now, when you go back, you gotta go talk to that part of the wall and say thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go back over. I'm gonna give it a nice big hug. Going, thank you for not flipping me over. <laughs> oh yeah. And then see here after Brighton, we actually switched to a built motor. So, okay. Uh, I had a bit more power after that, and it was definitely quite obvious to me. So, I had to relearn how to drive the car, which was mm. fun. And you know what? There, there's always something about when you get a new motor in. Oh, and yeah. Like, you can tell the, the freshness in it compared to an old one. Oh, yeah. It was. Well, you see, I actually had a brand new, like, 2022 crate motor for that season. Yeah. And then we blew it up because we made a couple mistakes and the motor got too hot. So when we put this built motor in, we got these nice uh, pulley system that, like, it was perfect. And so it kept the motor nice and cool for the rest of the season. So we didn't have to worry about blowing anything up. And, uh, yeah. Is that the motor you guys are going to run this year as well? Oh yeah, definitely. Nice. That's the uh, that's actually where I was this morning. Uh, I was fixing the motor up so it was ready to go back in the car. Nice. Yeah. All right. So before we go talking about your 2023 plans, I say we get into our fan question period. All what right. do you think? Sounds good to me. 
All right. So earlier today on Facebook and Instagram, we put out there that you were joining us tonight on the show and uh, we got some fan questions. Are you ready to answer them? Sure am. All right, Megan, take it away. Okay. So I'm going to read this first one as it is because <laughs> I know he wants it pronounced that way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Cam Thompson said, when are you going to buy or when are you buying my pure stonk? Oh, buddy. I, uh, right after you, uh, give me a chance to drive your, um, uh, let's see here. Your, uh, your car from season, your, um, your car. Oh, the spring car. Yeah, a spring car. Maybe I'll think about it after that. <laughs> Uh, William underscore Trillium said, what is your favorite track to race at? Oh, well, up until this year, it was definitely Barney because I knew the track like the back of my hand. I knew every bump, divot, like crack, everything. The point where in the junior late models, I could tell you where I was with a blindfold on just Mm -hmm. driving around. But uh, Brighton... Brighton's definitely my favorite. There's no way I there's no way I can say anything else. I'm gonna throw in my own question there. Do you think right. you would ever consider switching to like dirt full time? I nearly bought a dirt car that day. <laughs> really? <laughs> walk over to like a thunderstock and be like, I'll take it right here. I watched I watched Buddy blow up his motor and I was like, I got a motor I can put in there. <laughs> I'll buy that. <laughs> And how do you say his last name? Joey Harriman's. Harriman's. Oh. Said, what track do you have circled for your first win, first race at? No, Um, to win your first race at. I butchered that. I was gonna say I don't know how to spell that correctly. You know what? I want to say Brighton, but knowing my luck, I am probably not going to. uh, Probably not going to make it at Brighton it would probably have to be somewhere where I got more laps at like the Varney race for this season that'd be cool right you guys are going to Varney this year yeah and we actually already turned a couple laps there in the hot rod and I was actually pretty quick Hmm. so uh, I'm hoping I can definitely carry that through That'll be the, the I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to pull up the schedule right now. Because <laughs> I want I want to find out the date of that race. Oscar yeah. racing. So while I'm doing that, that was all our fan question period. This all That was all our fan questions for this week. We want to thank everyone for submitting your fan questions. Please stay, in, stay tuned for every Sunday, every other Sunday right now to find out when who our guests will be and when to submit your questions by and then we will get them up uh we will ask our guests like we did tonight with connor so thank you connor for doing that with us no problem anytime all right so let's see here you guys are going to full throttle on july 15th so there there, there's our uh there's our data circle on the calendar when's the bright one August twelfth, Megan, you can mark that one down. We'll 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 try and make our way out. Soon. August well, well, just get your dad to race for you. <laughs> I was gonna say that's my deciding factor and everything. Uh, 
you want to know something funny? I actually, I got the pl- pleasure of racing with my dad for once. We had three mini trucks sitting up on the shelf. And while they were having a party out in the backyard and he was in pretty good spirits. So I went up and I asked him, what would it take for you to race with me? He's like, if you build the truck, I'll race it. So sure enough, the next day I was out of the shop, the truck was down off the shelf and I had it all torn apart, got the truck running, driving. And then what's the first thing my sister do? She puts them up on two wheels up the front wall at Bernie. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. So is that you, your dad, and your sister all together? Yeah, there was, I think, three or four races in one season that all three of us were on the track. That'd be cool. Yeah, although he didn't like it that much because he couldn't watch us race. But at the same time, uh, for the Jerry Docksteader Memorial, he was on track for that one. And he got to push his daughter into the lead. So she led the first couple laps of the Jerry Docksteader Memorial race. And sure enough, by, I think it was probably turn three, all of a sudden he sees this white flash just go flying past him. Sure enough, it's me. I'm on hard charge to the front. And I was on a move. I was on a mission. I wanted to get up there. So finally, I catch up to my sister. I think it's probably about lap five. I get past her lap six or seven. And she she runs everyone the exact same. So like she challenged me to get past her. So she challenged everyone else the same amount. And sure enough, she bought me way more than enough time to go <laughs> and win. She definitely bought me enough time to go ahead and win the race and Honestly, we didn't even realize that it was probably the biggest race of the season until later in the week, me and my dad were outside the parts store and I walk up to the counter and at that moment in time, I go, wait a second, I just won the Jerry Dog State Memorial, Memorial <laughs> Race. But at the same time, he's outside sitting in the truck realizing the exact same thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of love when stuff like that just happens. Yeah. Uh, like, pure randomness. I love it. Yeah, it was great. Absolutely. All right. So, we talked about your, your, your beginnings. We talked about your pure stock days your junior, and your incident with Megan. We talked about your rookie season. I know. I'm sorry, Megan. That's going to be get brought up. <laughs> She's going to hate me after this. I just know she's going to mess me. She's like, you asshole. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Love you, Megan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyways, so we talked about your season with the hot rods. What is the 2023 season look like for Connor Ellis? Well, I'm going to ahead go ahead and attempt to make it make sure i get to every single oscar race and hopefully finish them all but uh i also know that my luck will probably run short at least on one race or another so hoping i don't come home with as many wrecked race cars as i did this season Mm -hmm. so i'm doing all that and then if I get an offer to drive something, I'm going to gladly take it because I got plenty of spare time for this season. 
And uh, yeah, that's about it. All right. This is the uh, opportunity. This is the part of the show where we like to let our guests have the opportunity to uh, thank everyone that has helped them throughout their entire career um, up until this point. The floor is yours. Have fun. Oh my! Well, let's see here. Uh, I don't even. I can't even name them all. Uh, let's see here. Um, first time I ever actually got in a junior lay model, I was terrified. And the person that came over and helped me was Hayden Sim. And he came over, he talked me down, and sure enough, I go out and I made the paint was drying faster than me laps. Uh, it was painfully slow. I apologize to my parents for those years. But uh, I was I was hooked on it. And so he definitely, he helped me get over the fear a bit. He ensured me that everything would be safe and fine. So I need to thank him personally. I need to thank my sister for sure for asking my parents for the race car. (laughs) Uh, So I definitely need to say a huge thank you to my dad because without him, I would have never been in a junior late model, a mini truck, bone stock, or a hot rod. And he honestly, he's done so much for me that I can't even thank him enough. Um, I need to thank my stepmom for everything she does. I need to thank, well, my mom for allowing me to do it. Uh, let's see here. I need to thank Dave Rockwood for, well, cheering me on, inspiring me, and being when me and him would race against each other. He was my biggest competitor in my mind because you never race anyone as hard as one of your friends. And he's probably one of my best friends. And well, I need to thank his buddy, Joey Harrison. Uh, let's see. It's qu- quite a few others too. Um, I need to thank uh, to the entire Paul senior and junior pit. They, Helped me out quite a bit this year. I need to thank Steve Bucky because I think it was the first race at sunset. I blew up my transmission. And sure enough, we go over and ask him to give us a uh, spare transmission of his for a couple races. Um, oh, man. There's so many people I need to thank. <laughs> um, I know I'm probably going to miss so many. But uh, there's quite a few and I, I definitely need to say thank you to them all i've probably already said thank you to them all a hundred times uh let's see here i definitely need to also give a thank you to uh well everyone i raced with this season they all raced me with respect and it was wonderful uh let's see here i definitely want to give a thanks and a shout out to ryan cowan and scott and all them from cowan Motor- motorsports for uh or Cal Motorsports, my bad, for, like, all the, uh, like, tips and the information this season. Uh, they actually, they helped me quite a bit this season, too. You know, they probably don't know it as much. Um, and they were actually one of my biggest competitors. Me and him were in a points battle at the end of the season, and I made sure that no matter what, I wanted him to be on track because hmm. I hate, beating someone because they can't make it out on track. 
So knowing that I had every opportunity to raise them for points and every opportunity to try and pass them, it was it was a great experience. I mean, it really sucked that his motor blew up later on in the Peterborough race there at the end of the season. But uh, he's definitely going to come back stronger than ever for next season. And um, man, there's so many. Uh, so you're, I don't, I don't really know his friend, but uh, the O three, uh, the hot rods, he helped me out the season. There was so much help. It's this series is just a, it's honestly, gentlemen's racing at its finest. Mm-hmm. Like every single person on that track helped me in some way or another. Uh, so you're actually, Bill Zardo himself. Uh, called me over to his truck when he was pulling into Peterborough, the first first race to Peterborough. And uh, we actually had just ran out of right side tires. We had enough for two right side tires uh, for that weekend. And he calls me over and he's like, hey, if you ever need tires, give me a call. And um, so sure enough, I get his phone number, I give him a call and we go down to his place and he gave me some tires they were just they were actually the some of them were the exact sizes i needed and everything and so that was very helpful and all of a sudden he opens up his door to his living room and it is just <laughs> full of these at least six foot tall trophies mm-hmm. and there's a hood on the right hand side of uh, his grandkids billy lane uh all of them uh, let's see here. Like it was just, I was looking at it going, I don't even have that many, <laughs> like first, second, and third place trophies. And he's like, Oh, and I got more in the basement too. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my. oh, I wish I could have that many. One no. day. Yeah, one, one day, day keep it, at it. It takes quite a while though. He had eighty years worth of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I think he... he had probably close to sixty years racing experience in total. Yeah. He's one of those I mean, guys, if he talks, you listened. Yeah. So no matter what, I was always very thankful for the help I got along the way. I couldn't thank everyone enough. They, they've done so much for me. There's so many people I need to thank, even from like this season or any season, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, sadly, I don't really have any sponsors at the moment. Besides my stepmom. So thank you for AC Ellis at PC275 for sponsoring the car. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be a rough season if I can't find sponsorship, though. But I will guarantee my arrival at each race. Hey, you know what? Get okay. yourself out there. And uh, you never know. Sponsor me, land, land, uh, you may land a sponsor here soon. Um, where can people find you guys on social media? Uh, let's see here. There's uh, CT Racing on Facebook. Uh, there's CT Racing on TikTok. Uh, there, I have my personal account, uh, 48 Conman, uh, with an underscore in the center, 48 on Instagram if you want to personally message me. Uh, there's a bunch of ways to find me or like any of my race team. We have a 
We've definitely we've got plenty of room on the car, so whoever helps us out, I'd be glad to put the name on. Doesn't matter where. Let's get some sponsors with this young man. Uh Connor, first of all, man, we want to thank you for joining us this week on the True North Racing Podcast. I think Megan, I don't know about you, but I think we need to bring him back near the somewhere point throughout the season and see how his season's going. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I mean, if you guys come down to Brighton, you could do it right there at the track. That'd be cool. I mean, I'll bring the GoPros. <laughs> <laughs> one of the one of them's I mean, perfect. Was already got a crack in it. You don't notice it unless it's light time or it's daytime out. So we're good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just don't let them put it in your car. No, hold up, hold up. My my <laughs> GoPros have been to Victory Lane, thank you. But for some reason, some reason there's like three or four CVMs who just had bad luck last year, and in 2021, well, it's not my fault. We actually have a GoPro, GoPro mount in the car, so the See? option is there to put it in. <laughs> oh, I got mine with roll bar roll bar mount, so we're good as well. Either way, we're oh, good. Well, Connor, we're not going to take up more too much more of your time. We want to thank you for joining us this week on the podcast, man. Uh, it was great chatting with you. Great to get to uh, uh, talk with you some more. Hopefully, we get to meet you at one of the races this summer. And uh, yeah, man, enjoy the rest of your off season. Uh, you coming to Motorama at all? Uh, it'll depend on time. I got a lot of work to get done on the car. Absolutely. Well, we'll hopefully, we'll see you there. Even even if you don't bring a car, we'll see you there as a spectator, right? Yep, most likely. All right, man. Go enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Thank you. You have a good one. All right, bye now. Bye. And that was our conversation with Connor Ellis this week, driver number 48. We want to thank Connor for joining us this week. I know we recorded that a couple weeks ago, but I think... (laughs) I still apologize because that was such a bad scheduling on my air. Um... We now have to Megan and myself. We now have a uh, note on our phones that go mm-hmm. back and forth of who we got lined up, who's scheduled. Um, like we we're all the way up to the hundredth episode, mm-hmm. and I'm already reaching out to people to go to come on after. Yeah. And. Like I tell you, don't be afraid. If you got someone you want to bring on, just put them in there. There's someone I do, but I don't know if he'd want to. Who's that? I just don't know if he does this kind of stuff, but Leo. Hit him up. What's what's the harm in asking? Yeah, that's fair. He reached out to me last year about uh, wanting to help out with us. So, you know what? Maybe he might want to come on. Yeah. There, There's people I do want to get on here onto the show because we have gone through a lot. We were almost at 100 episodes. This is 86. Mm-hmm. Like, we're getting closer and closer to that. And it's weird to say that, like, the first weekend in June is when 100th episode is. Yeah. Like... It, it's crazy how far we've come but uh yeah we're gonna we're gonna have fun with this we're gonna do our best because that's all we can do 
Exactly. We're here having fun. Uh, t-shirts. Actually, first of all, how has your sister seen the shirt? I think so. You think so? Well, you weren't so. there. You didn't really. Rachel, we got shirts. She wasn't there when. Well, she was Aww. there, like up in her room, but she did say that I. She did no. She did say that she saw them. <coughs> well, you need to give me a. You need to let me know how it. I need to know how it looks, how it feels, because mm-hmm. again. We're going to be putting in a bigger order here. We're getting a lot of black shirts made up. Gray shirt. We're going to get gray shirts as well. Because I like a gray shirt. I don't know why. Just Black makes slims me, but like gray slims me too, which is weird to say. But I think it's because I have a lot of black shirts. Yeah. And like gray's close enough to black. Yeah. It's gray... not like blue. <laughs> <laughs> who, who knows? Maybe we'll, I'll reach out to Rachel and like, can we do it on a red background? She probably could. She probably could. Um, but yeah, we're going to get some t-shirts uh, geared up here. So if you are looking for any three designs of our general media t-shirts, hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so I can get the order in. We got to put the order in soon if we want, uh, hopefully some of them for Motorama. Um, and our good friend from Taylor to you will be doing it. I think the, I'm going to be honest. The one cool thing I like about the white shirt Mm-hmm. is because it's I just realized I grabbed my kids sunglasses um, squirrel uh, is with the white with it the way it's gone into the t-shirt yeah it, ma- it looks it makes it give it like a retro feel mm-hmm. before you even get it which is really nice to see yeah so I can't wait to finally get my shirt um, so I can proudly wear it. Mm-hmm. I I already love the shirts; they're looking great. Taylor's doing great stuff. Um, so yeah, if you guys are looking for one, any three designs, oh, oh my God, I gotta tell you this. I gotta tell you this while mm-hmm. we're on here, and this goes for anyone as well. If you have been a guest on the True North Racing podcast, and you would like a T-shirt. Of the True North Racing Podcast logo with the Spotify looking thing on the back, let me know if you would like your episode printed on the back. I'll do that. I mean, I was like way back. <laughs> <laughs> you were like episode 30. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> I don't even know what actually let like... like I'm curious now. So I am like... I. I was like major rookie. <laughs> you you were. Oh my god. It's weird to like look at it and be like, man, like we're so far into this. Caitlin, Chris, Dale, Dylan, Carson, Dale, Jory, Matt. You episode 22. Oh wow. <laughs> Holy. April 21st, 2021. Hmm. Is when that episode dropped. Holy. Man. When we look at like. The one thing I'm going to be honest. I look at like. How long. The episodes were. Yeah. Like. Our first one was an hour and 10 minutes. 
Wally Wilson was 27. John Carly part one was an hour and three minutes. Part two was 50. And then when you look at our most recent one, three hours total total running time was three hours and 16 minutes. That's crazy. Now, do you think I wanted to be on a program? I ever thought I'd be on a program that long? Absolutely <laughs> the hell not. What? It happens. It happens. <laughs> we get talking and we, we just realize we've gone on a 15-minute rant. Yeah. We're not. And it's only going to get worse once race season starts. Oh, yeah. Me. I hate this. Not scripted, so exactly. There's no schedule. I'm almost thinking that maybe we need to pull off two nights a week. Do Sunday night just the regular guest? I hate to say it, but kind of do what the Dale Jr. Downloads doing this year. Pardon? The Dale Jr. Download this year, they're splitting Mm -hmm. it up into like three segments. So. Tuesday they're gonna they recap the past weekend. Uh Wednesday's episode is the guest. And Thursday is like a recap of the interview and preview of the, the weekend ahead. That's a good idea though. I'm I'm not saying we need that kind of yeah. setup. Yeah. But like you and I talk a lot, especially myself when we're on here. Let's be real, I talk a lot for some reason. And yeah. I would say like once race season starts and there's like more to talk about much more to talk about (laughs) yeah it's just it's gonna get worse so maybe we need to look at doing bonus episodes maybe not even just podcast episodes but maybe just straight to YouTube episodes Mm -hmm. maybe just do like a find a find a show title and just go I don't know what we'll to figure something out. I don't know. <laughs> not saying that the show will figure something out. <laughs> That's the running title for right now. Hmm. Um, and maybe like what we can do is on nights that I'm at Flambro, grabs different interviews from different drivers of different series, mm-hmm. and just like five ten minutes of their time, just quickly chatting with them. And throughout the week, put it into that extra segment. That'd be cool. So, Brandon Jacobson, get get your computer ready, buddy. <laughs> He's not listening. And he... <laughs> I did. I I did him dirty last time, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Called me out on it too. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I love messing with him. He's a good guy. Um. Other than that, I I know, yeah, I think maybe we need to th- look into that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Just having our own our own little like extra extra show, just talking about like what happened at Flambro. The driver's seat revamp. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and this time we just bring on the drivers who raced that. Some of the drivers who raced that weekend. Because that's what Kate and I wanted to do before is like bring on drivers from that weekend and just. Maybe we need to talk. Not even interview them, just talk. Shoot the shit, yeah. yeah. Maybe we need to discuss something. 
we'll look into it. We'll look into bringing back the driver's seat. Um, other than that, guys, I think that's going to cover us this week. We want to thank Connor Ellis for joining us this week on the show. Uh, once again, for everyone who is waiting on Connor's episode, thank you all for waiting. I'm so sorry that my scheduling led to a bad mistake here. Um, I've already made the corrections to do better next time, which is good because <laughs> we don't need that again. So that was a lot for two days for us. Mm-hmm. Saturday and Sunday, just oh boy. <laughs> uh, we have another so album, Megan. Where can they find you on social media? Me? Yeah, you. Oh, you're the only Megan here. <laughs> I didn't know if you were asking Wait, me. What's that behind you? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Weird stuff happens in this house. <laughs> Eh. <laughs> better not be someone behind me <laughs> but anyway um, watch your cup you... move <laughs> <laughs> no not that cup the cup behind you <laughs> oh this has got aliens on it <laughs> oh boy that's why <laughs> where can they find you on social media uh you can find mrc racing on i believe it's about all the same on facebook it's just MRC Racing on Instagram. It's mrc.racing.73. We are on TikTok. I'm hoping to start using it more. Let me Come check. It's a race season. We got you. We got those sounds we can yeah. use now. So that one, there's two. The one that's active is MRC Racing 73. No spaces. No, no nothing. All that's right. Well, I'm not going to give out my personal stuff, but you guys can find Joma Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok. We've been doing a lot better posting there, but I need to get more of our, our some of the conversations we do um, up there. And for some reason, I've been like passing out at like 1130 and just with my phone in my hand, still screen recording, not even realizing it. So I wake mm-hmm. up with a dead phone. Um, but yeah, you guys can find us on all social media platforms at Joe Media. Uh, thank you everyone for listening. It's that's that's episode 86 in the books, mm-hmm. and we look forward to episode 87 next week with the announcer from Flamborough Speedway, Kevin Small, will be joining us next week on the show. But until then, guys, I'm John Morrison. She's Megan Mitchell. We'll see you guys next week. Bye now. Yeah. True North Racing. Let's go.